Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Jujiteros Coast to Coast, the podcast that's about everything Jujiteros encounter on the daily, from training to everyday life and everything in between. My name's Frank Garcia, currently a purple belt under Victor Cervantes at Rivalry Jiu-Jitsu here in Fresno, California. And today I'm happy to be joined by my brother from another mother, Alfonso, and his homie Philip. So uh what's up guys? How you guys doing today? What's up, man? Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you, man. It's an honor. Yeah, so we're doing great, man. Again, my name is Alfonso, and uh, I'm currently uh, training uh, Muay Thai at Technique Fitness. Um, my boy Philip uh, here doesn't train, but he's a uh, very good. Uh, I train under O R E O, which is Oreo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah everybody's a trainer. I, yeah, I, I watch the fights, but I, I don't train, man. I'm glad I you don't matter, man. Glad. Glad to have you on, Philip. Glad to have you on, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, uh, as you all listeners know, uh, out here in California and just like the rest of the country, we've been on this whole fucking COVID quarantine thing for a few months now. And at first it was pretty hard, you know, we weren't sure what we were going to be doing and shit. So I was just like garage training, watching jujitsu instruction, all like that. But eventually I kind of got tired of it. And then uh, I, I uh, started watching – Stuff that I heard people talking about, like Tiger King. You guys watch Tiger King? Yes. Dude, I tried to watch that. I couldn't get through it. You finished yeah. the film? I finished it. Fucking oh, insane. You... Insane, dude. Hey, all you cool cat and kittens out there. No, dude, it was crazy. Dude, I, I could not. I could not. I can't. I couldn't finish yeah. that. Yeah. That's, it was cringy. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. There was a, there was a lot of cringy moments. I powered through. I don't think I really should have, but I did. Probably a different person now. Well, I'm gonna ask you about that when we get back to that subject later. But yeah, what else? Yeah, do you yeah, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, no worries. So like I said, uh, and so after watching Tiger King, I was like, I don't know. I just I wasn't into watching too many things on TV, so I started reading, you know. And uh, I my wife told me about this little app called Thrift Books. And I know I told you about it, but ever yeah. since I found about, out about this app, dude, I've just been buying books like crazy. And really, books more like comics, graphic novels, you know. Uh, but but they got everything, and so uh, I just started reading. I just started reading. How about you? Would you wh- what have you guys been doing since since we haven't been allowed to go outside for who knows how long now? Because I've lost count. Well, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I, I should definitely do a lot more reading. I don't do as much reading as I should. I mean, I have a couple books that I have left over from college years ago that I never finished. Um, you know, uh, took a lot of, uh, of, of sociology classes having to do with race and racism. And got a lot of good books out of them that I never actually finished. Um, so a lot of what I uh, myself, Philip, what I've been doing is a lot of uh, – uh, same thing, Netflix, you know, we just got, uh, there's so many streaming services, HBO Max, um, my mom has stars, uh, Netflix, Amazon, just all kinds of stuff that are basically streaming and YouTube videos, watching stuff here and there, but I don't know, what do you, hey, what about you? I yeah. know Alfonso's been checking out that premium ch- content on Pornhub since they hell, gave out that free yeah, man, man, Granny I don't even go to work anymore because of that. <laughs> Dude, I've been we're trying all, to we're all, we're all gaping, man. We're all gaping. Yeah. So on today's episode, we're like we've been talking a little here. We're going to be sharing what we've been doing, what we've been reading, what we've been watching during this, these unprecedented times. So why don't you go ahead and grab yourself something to drink, kick back, 
and enjoy the show. talking about our nieces bro and how they play different games like my niece is playing roblox his niece is playing fortnite dude my niece wants to do magic what you got the dope niece yeah oh dude dude she's the fucking coolest how old is she my nephew to do ah she's like seven now i think she's gonna be eight she's still young bro she's cool how old is diego diego's 10 Wait till uh, they get 13, 12, 13. Then they're not going to want to do bro, shit with you. Dude, I'm I know, serious. Dude. I'm, bro, I'm cool. hey, man. When I really don't want to be coming over. Oh, yeah. When my niece was 10, it was golden. Like Before yeah. she was 10, it was golden. It was beautiful. Uh-huh. She's fucking 12 then, now, bro. It is just. She can give a yeah. fuck about it. You know? <laughs> dude, Chill, that's middle fuck. school. That's middle school. Yeah. That's where I worked. I, I know. You know. You know what's up. Fuck them. <laughs> dude i got a good ass story i'm gonna turn it into a bit but uh i fucking i flipped a kid off one time what you yeah, did dude. not oh yeah dude it was so like it was like my third to last year and it was by far dude fucking worst year ever for sure worst year ever at teaching just kids out of control dude and you know me dude i don't give a fuck you know, right. but it was, but admin dude would like, kids would get sent to the office and they'll fucking take them to rallies. They fucking take them to in and out, you know, and then the kids start getting all cocky because the kid would be walking with his fucking in and out bag on campus, walking past the classroom where the teacher just threw him out and the teacher standing outside and he will flip off the teacher because he'd be like, oh. look at, look at what I, you know what I mean? Like that dude. Yeah. Yeah. And there was this one kid, and I, I felt bad for him because I knew he came from a bad situation. But, dude, you don't got to be a fucking ass. And so this yeah. little fucking fucker walked into my class one day, tried to pick a fight with somebody. And I was like, yo, I, dude, I don't even know you. Get out. And he's like, you can't fucking do – you can't do nothing to me. I go, I don't even care. Get out. Get out. I just started walking towards him because I was on one side of the room, and he was on the other. And I go, get out. Get out get out and he's backing up and he goes you're not gonna do nothing to me i go i don't even want to do anything to you get out you're not even in my class so you don't even need to be here get out get out so eventually he like was on the other side of the door and i just closed it you know but still he's being a piece of shit you know right and so later on that day i left school late and right behind our school there's a park and so that kid was walking by the park and i pulled out and i had tinted windows on my car and they didn't know what car I drove, so I was, right. you know, playing music super loud, and I just pulled up to the curb, and I slowly rolled my window down, because he was walking right at the edge of the curb, you know, almost. Right. And then that fucker, like, looked like, what, was like, oh, who's this, you know? And he fucking leans in, and I roll my window down, and I just fucking had my finger already ready, dude. And his <laughs> eyes was just like, <gasps> and I just go, fuck you. And I just go, <laughs> pull the window up, and I just fucking drove off, dude. At least you didn't have a car from the 80s where it was like you had to fucking roll the window down. That would have nah, sucked. Nah, Fuck this you, was clean, <laughs> it was slowly, slowly cracking back up. Nah, it was so clean. So clean. Hey, God oh. bless you, bro, man. Sometimes, I mean, like, yeah, I, I feel you. Like, 
Because I'm a counselor and I'm bad kids. They just come They're not, dude. They're not. But there's no. some assholes, bro. There are some fucking. There was one kid that was standing on the side of the street ready to cross the crosswalk. Almost run it, ran his fucking ass over, dude. This kid was a man. fucking brick. I, I know. I know. They know how to push buttons, man. They're little shits. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and start this little thing here. So you guys ready? I think we got to work that into the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we leave it in. We'll leave it in. Fuck it. Yeah. 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 You might want to. So. My... I think you're right. Yeah. We change my it. voice, bro, because I can't get fired. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, we didn't say where we were from, so you didn't say. I'll sound like Danish here. I'll, I'll leave out the school because I think you said you might have said the school name. Like, whatever. Yeah. Man. Okay. You got to boot that out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, Phil. I got you. I appreciate that, bro. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened. Let's go ahead and start this up here. So uh, we're talking about things that we've been binging uh, during the quarantine. You know, a lot of us have been watching shows, watching movies. Uh, you know, I mentioned earlier that I, w- I started off by binging Tiger King. Alfonso, you said you never finished this or what, what the no, fuck? No, I What's never. What's going on? No, dude, my, my girl, my girl started watching this and I started watching with her and I, I just, I don't know, man. It just, I couldn't. I'm like, I don't understand the appeal. How far, and I, how far did you get? Oh, it's just crazy trailer trash. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Two, maybe two episodes I got in. So I, right I'm now, kidding. all I need is for you, Frank and Phil to explain to me the appeal of this show and why you guys had to finish the whole thing. You want to go with that one, Frank? (laughs) I'm cool. I can handle that. Let me tackle that one. So I started watching it because at first, like I said, I started watching it and it was cringy, dude. I was like, he gave me the creeps. Sorry, Joe. But uh, I I don't don't know if I'm going to watch this. You know, this is weird. And then I just kept hearing the talk, you know, everyone, a lot of the podcasts that I listened to, uh, fighter and the kid, Brendan Schaub's always fucking sucking yeah. the dick on this show. And so I was like, all right, I'm gonna give it up. I'm, I'm gonna give this a try. I'm gonna give it another try. Then I got into it and then I started watching. I watched episode two, then I got into episode three. And it's like the only way I can really explain, like, why would I continue to watch this is like, why do people slow down on the freeway when there's a, a car accident on the other side? God bless, amen. So you're like, amen. what the fuck? fuck is that yeah, how you turn know. your car like that you know like I you keep, watch I this show and you're know, like man. i don't know are you serious dude like this guy like so i uh i don't know if you know but he ends up with like two husbands he's got two uh, dudes no, in the, I didn't know. well in his the first, first uh, go ahead go, go ahead, for no no okay, go ahead. Uh, basically the i'm sorry basically the the first husband if i remember correctly committed suicide right no, that was the second one. That was the that second, was the second one. one. Yeah. So the first. Oh yeah, you're right. The first one let. Um. So he had he had two husbands. They were living together. Yeah. And dude. the second husband, young kid, uh, probably 19, blows his head off. He was messing around with a gun, and he says, "Look, look." And he, I don't think he knew there was a, a, a round in the chamber, and he pulled the trigger. Shit. And blew his head off. Dude, they got the close the CCTV footage of it. What? You don't yeah, see him so like, He was standing in the corner and there because he came he comes into the office with the gun and he points it at one of the workers. And one of the workers is like, Man, man, what the fuck? I told you don't be doing that shit, blah blah blah. And the guy's like, dude, I took the fucking clip out. It doesn't even have anything in it. Look. And he puts it to his head 
and he goes click and as soon as he did she goes and you can see the guy like instantly like oh shit like what would you do if someone you know someone's telling you there's no bullet in here look and then there is a bullet but they already pulled the trigger you know yeah damn Damn. But the first, the first husband tripped me out. Well, the first guy tripped me out because he's like, "Well, I like tigers," and then I'm like, <laughs> oh, "Okay, what?" But that was all he said. Fool, I like tigers. Was it that like that just, kid who liked fucking turtles? That zombie kid. Yeah, that, that kid hopefully didn't get molested. But this yeah. guy, you know, this guy yeah, just gave he, it up, dude, because he would just buy him all kinds of shit. Even, I don't even think they were. They kind of admitted that they weren't actually gay. They just were with them. Well, that's what I was going to ask oh, yeah. you right now. I, I saw tons of memes, right? I saw tons, yeah. of, me- tons of memes well, about it. So they none, neither two guys were gay? Well, the first husband had an affair with one of the ladies that worked there that worked behind the, you know, selling merchandise. So he had an affair with her, and I think he got her. I think they had a kid, dude. They had yeah. a kid. Yeah. God help that child. Dude, that guy. guy. Yeah, and and another thing they would do is do drugs because this guy doesn't is missing a bunch of teeth. I don't know if you saw enough episodes yeah. to see how many teeth he had. The thing is with the show that was interesting about it that you know Joe himself and and what's her name the uh, what's her name Carol Baskin Carol Baskins yeah God fuck she's fucked up Crazy too. Beef, dude, the thing yeah. about it like some of the side characters seem like decent people. The people that worked on the actual zoo that were taking care of the animals. They just seemed like decent people that needed a second chance after getting out of jail. That's what he would do. He would he would get people that were fresh out of jail and tell them, okay, you have this opportunity to work here. He wouldn't pay him shit. And, you know, the, the living quarters that they were living on were horrible. Wait, wait. But so they weren't getting paid at all when you say they, they weren't getting paid shit? was like like just like crappy pay. Crappy pay. Okay. Very okay. crappy pay. And But, you know, but they were just people trying to breathe. Get back into society. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they were they were decent people. It's just him and Carol Baskins are fucking off the charts, and her husband, they're fucking insane. But it seemed like the rest of the people were just there for the love of the animals and to try to get a second chance at society. So that that was there was kind of an appeal there as well. Just these people that were decent people, just trying to you know. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's interesting enough for me to watch, but mm-hmm. I can certainly see the appeal now. Uh, it's just crazy, dude. It's just crazy craziness. That's all it is. It's just drama, you know. Right. Uh, right. But but after watching that, uh, I kind of laid off of the TV, you know, because just every time you turn the TV on, man, there's just something, some, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, and so there are no sports. So I mean, the majority of the time, that's all I'm watching is is NBA. I mean, this it was this would be prime time NBA time, you know. Right. Actually, it would be already over. Uh, right. But it would be prime time baseball season. Not that I'm right. a big baseball fan, but I do like going to baseball games, you know. Uh, and right. so I, ju- I, I just started reading, you know. I started reading. I want to say like one of the first books I started reading was like a, a Joaquin Murieta history book. Uh, then I read a book on like uh, – gosh, I can't remember. I can't remember what I read. But I read a couple other history books just about like West Western civilization, West – like – the Midwest and the people coming over here, you know what I mean? And just their interactions with, like, Native Americans and whatnot. Um, all right. And then so from there, then go for it. No, all right. So my, my question for that, that's kind of cool because actually we were discussing um, a little bit before about Joaquin Murrieta because I just – all I know about Joaquin Murrieta is that poem, I Am Joaquin. I don't know if you're familiar with it. 
No, I'm not. Do you know it? Yeah, yeah. It's a whole. No, it's a long ass poem, man. It's it's like somebody recites. It's like 15 minutes. I can't memorize that, but I remember reading it in one of my uh, Chicano studies classes. Uh huh. It's fucking amazing, right? Like, there's a whole rendition, and I can send you the link on on um, on YouTube. Um, You know, maybe you can even post it as part of the description in this uh, this podcast. Uh, but it's it's an excellent poem, man. It just it describes a feeling, you know, just somebody representing, um, you know, who Joaquin is, you know, what what he stood for and, you know, everything that he fought for. Uh, but other than that, I don't know much about his history. I mean, you, you read about him. You want to give us a little bit about what, what you thought about, what you read? Oh, it's basically just uh, so the book is written from the viewpoint of someone else that lived like I want to say like right after he died, I guess, or maybe like a, like during his time, actually. And so he's just telling stories that he heard of, of people that he heard other people say of him. You know, so that's all. Uh, so every chapter, every chapter is a, a different story. Uh, but I mean, it just starts off with like the folklore, you know. So one of the main reasons I got into um, it was crazy, dude. I took a geology class in in, in college, and I was going to go on a field trip, and the instructor was like, hey, if anybody wants extra credit, extra units, you know, uh, let me know. And I hit him up, and he wanted me to do a presentation on – he gave me a book. He gave me like a few topics, and he told me about Joaquin Murieta. And I remember ta- I remember that name, and I, the only thing I knew about Joaquin Murieta was his head is in a jar somewhere, supposedly. Oh shit! And so I was like, all right, let me let me let me let me do some research on this guy. And so the the trip we took was like in the Mariposa Mountains and shit. And so supposedly that's where one of the areas where he ran around a lot. And we made a pit stop in this little ghost town where they said he was a stale at. And when we were at that town, the instructor let me give my little talk. And dude, it was so fucking cool because at this time, you know, I was just kind of coming out of my shell. But dude, it was like. One of my total typical stereotypical stories, you know, just f bombs left and right, and I'm talking about Joaquin Murieta and how he was a. So the story goes that he's a Mexican prospector, right during the gold rush era, and he had a claim, he had a mine, and he was very very successful, and a lot of the American miners were jealous of that, and so they had told him to get out, you know, you know this is for Americans, you're not American, get out of here. And he didn't listen, you know. He refused, you know. He'd been, him and his his family had been in California for generations, so he continued doing what he was doing, you know. And not far from his mind, you know, he had he had his home and and everything. And uh, the story goes that a bunch of people came to his house and he didn't, you know, and they beat him up and they tied him up and they raped his wife and and after that that was it, you know. He fucking he's like, all right, all right. You know, so there's different renditions of the story. You know, one of the renditions is, you know, it says that uh, that happened and then that was it. And he just was like, fuck it. Let's do this. And he just became uh, like a Mexican Robin Hood. And then yeah. another version says that he, you know, that happened and he moved and he tried to become a farmer and that didn't work out so well. And then he started mining again, but it wasn't as profitable. And then at that and interact or oh, no, no. So check this out. So in this book, uh, I want to say he became a rancher or a miner for the second time, and they said he had a stepbrother, and the stepbrother sold him a horse, and the horse turned out to be stolen, and he was walk riding the horse into town, and someone was like, hey, that's the stolen horse. 
And, you know, a Mexican guy riding a horse that a white guy says yeah. is stolen. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. And so they fucking jumped him, dude. They jumped him and they fucking beat the shit out of him. They say they tied him up and they fucked him up. And after that, he was like, all right, now it's on. And yeah, then he's done. And so he's done supposedly, yes, suppo- alleged, supposedly the story goes that he went after every single person that, that put hands on him and he killed him. Yeah, that's that. There, the he just kept going. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's yeah. interesting because uh, you bringing that up. I don't know if you ever saw, like, I think it was like in 1998, something like that, 1997, uh, the Zorro movie that came out with Antonio Banderas. Um, and his last name was Murieta, and he has a brother, Joaquin Murieta. And in the and don't get me wrong, I'm not in love with this movie. I mean. Antonio I'm only in love with Antonio Banderas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he's Spain. He's from Spain, playing a Mexican folk hero Zorro. So also, many, you had so uh, strikes. Yes. You had uh, what's his name? Uh, um, from uh, Silence of the Lambs. What's the dude's name? Oh, uh, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins yeah, played the original right. Zorro in that movie. That's bullshit. You have the <laughs> whitest dude in the world playing Zorro. <laughs> Fuck you. But anyways, yeah. the, what's interesting is in that movie, Antonio Banderas, his last name is Murieta. And he has a brother, I think, Joaquin Murieta. And there's a scene where the, the soldier takes out a jar with his brother's head, Joaquin, in it. So is that – So is that, I don't know if there's any correlation there, but it's well, interesting. it sounds like there is, man. I've never – to be honest, I've never seen that movie. I've never seen the Zora movie. Did you see it, Frank? I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. But, but, but the, I don't remember the story it, but just that, goes that he, he got so infamous, you know, that the – I don't know who was after – the government was after him. Cops. And yeah. so yeah, they, put a bounty, they put a bounty on him, and supposedly that – they said that was his head, but some, a lot of people say that's not him, that that wasn't him. Yeah, yeah as far as the movie goes, to, he takes out the head, and there's – you know, it's in liquid, and he takes – the general takes a cup and drinks the liquid that uh, the severed head is in in this movie. So like I said, I don't know if there's a correlation there, but it sounds like they might have gotten some of the lore of Murieta and put it in this movie. That yeah, sounds like it. They might have. They might have. Uh, let me. I'm gonna go grab another beer because I'm empty. I'll be right back. Go ahead. Back. I'm back. I'm back. So uh, after story so, Murieta, you were saying after that you kind of kept. Uh, did you keep reading history books or did you? That's when you started moving into the uh, the graphic novels or? No, that's kind of. I, I uh, from there I just started jumping around to a lot of different shit. Uh, Gosh, I wish I could remember the name. Of the, I'll have to look for the book, but I know I gave it to my dad uh, to read. But I'll talk about that book later on. But yeah, dude, um, Alfonso, you know I've gone to Comic Con a buttload of times, and so yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, one of my one of my favorite favorite things to do at Comic Con was go to the section where people would sell, you know, their people would sell comics, you know. Right. And so some vendors would have these boxes. You know, I don't know. I'm I'm sure you've gone to comic shops before, and you see how those boxes that they use to yeah. to store their books. And so these vendors would have these boxes full of comics, but instead of them being single issues, they would be graphic novels. And the sh- and the show and the con would start with the books being like 60% off, dude, 75% off. So you got a $20 book, and it's only like five bucks. Sweet. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. And if you stay till the end, to the end of the convention, you know, on the last day, they go to like 80, 90 percent. Like, dude, they just try to get rid yeah, of them. Get rid of inventory. 
Yeah. 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 So I would call, go with a list of shit and I would just look, I would just, you know, uh, if anything written by the, uh, basically what I would do is I would have a list of writers that I liked or artists that I liked or specific stories that I was following and I, and I would get that. And so that I kind of just did the same thing with that thrift books app and I've just been buying stuff that I've been always wanting to read, you know? All right. So, so what is your favorite on that, on that stuff, uh, on that list that you got recently? Oh man, so let me see. Uh, so I sent you two. How many picks did I send you? I think I sent you like three picks. Three. Yeah, you right? sent me. And two. so the first two were like things that I've already read. And so the Joaquin Murrieta book, I already talked about that. Loved. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever read the Kick-Ass graphic novel. Have you ever seen the movie Kick-Ass? I, I saw the movie. I saw, I saw the both movies. movies. Yeah. I saw both. I movies. never read the book though. The graphic novels. Dude, check this out. There's a scene. There's a scene. There's a part in the graphic novel, and it goes in the movie, but the, the movie does it a little bit differently, where the shit hits the fan, and it's just, just kick-ass and the little girl, and the girl's dad is already dead, right? Yeah, right. And they're like in, they're pinned in, and their fucking bad guys are like fucking just shooting and shooting and shooting, and the little girl's like, oh, all right, now's the time, and he's like, what are you fucking, what are you talking about? And the girl goes, I gotta use the special. Uh, potion you know the special not not the potion what is she's like the special powder and he's like what are you talking about she's like daddy gave me this powder she, right, she girl. gave me the little girl yeah what's her name it girl right i i forgot i totally forgot her name yeah, it girl. it's hit girl yeah she goes uh right, so hit girl goes it's a powder and you take it and it gives you superpowers oh she yeah opens up this little container and she just puts it up her nose and she goes <laughs> yeah yeah. Just, brrr, dude, she fucking takes everybody out. Oh, it was coke. Yeah. That that's was all like it was. One of, I don't think it was in the movie. It was some they did something like that in the movie, but it was a little bit different. I don't think they said coke, but dude, that's no. one of those moments in comics where I was like, what the fuck? That shit that shit was was, was coke crack like fucking cut with crank. Yeah. Fucking mixed in with some meth. That's what it was, bro. Because it, it was crazy what they did. Yeah, because yeah, I, yeah. I, I watched both of the movies and I did enjoy them. But I know that my understanding was the first movie they hadn't. I don't know if the comic hadn't finished, but they the ending was totally the ending was made up by you know the script. Shit, it was like completely different. Yeah. So um, you can read the novels. It's bad. They're way better. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, obviously. But I mean, like so. Uh, I read um, gosh, what had I read in a while back? I wa- I had read Watchmen, and I've heard I had uh, heard a bunch of people talking about the Doomsday Clock. I don't know if you've heard that uh, yes. storyline written by Jeff yeah. Johns, but uh, dude, I just I don't know. I didn't like it. You didn't. I you didn't, didn't like. It. I, have you checked out the show on HBO? I I haven't, but I've heard great great things. I know Philip's going to say something about that in a little bit. Yeah, so the the movie, I know a lot of people had their their issues with the movie. I didn't mind it. Um, yeah, you know, I, but, I actually liked the movie. I didn't mind the movie. I didn't mind, yeah, I didn't mind I didn't, the movie. I think, I think the gripe with the movie, though, to be honest, is the fact that for the most part, it's a direct uh, like retelling of the original graphic novel, right? Which is what the movies usually right. try. Well, not always. Well, not, right? not always. But you but hope, the, you know, if you're, you're right. a big fan of the book, you hope that the movie is exactly like the book. 
Well, but well, yes and no, happen. man, because, because because sometimes, man, like as somebody who's read comics, right? You kind of like, yeah, you like the story, but at the same time, you kind of want it to be different, you know, because you've already seen the story. Like, like, why would I want to go and see the same story you already read? You know, I mean, 100 percent like shot for shot. I don't know if I want that. You know what I mean? So where do you fall on that, Frank? Because that's I've heard that before where when when people that, you know, go out to superhero movies, they want to see a new story. But then you have the others that want it exactly the way it's in the comic. They want it to be. You know, similar to how it is in the comic. What do you feel about that? Do you, when you read a comic, do you want to see that comic put to life on screen, or do you prefer a story that is different from any of the comic books that have come out? How do you feel about that? Uh, I, as long as it's a good story, dude, I don't give a fuck. You know, okay. but sometimes shit just gets carried away and gets ridiculous. You know, um, but for the yeah, most part, like, I, I totally see Alfonso's point. You brought up a great point. Yeah, why would you want to see the same thing again over? You know, I don't know. Maybe to well, see if, if it, I mean, I don't know. I don't mind, but if it's different, just make sure it's at least as good as right. what I liked right. previously. Well, well, when it's a well, bomb, that's when I have a problem. Right, exactly. Well, my thing is, too, it's like, well, if you, like we read the comics, right? Like you read a comic and it's a fucking great story and you tell your friends about it. You fucking have discussions about it like we're doing now. And then like, let's say a movie comes out later. It's like, well, there's no new discussion, right? Cause there's no, there's nothing new. It's like, okay, I'm going to go no watch new information. Right. But again, it's like, I think, you know, just on the side of that though, like I, I'm not going to lie and act like I read a lot of comics. I don't, I love comic book movies. I mean, probably the first comic book movie I saw was Superman. Like in what was it, 79, 80, something like that. I'm I don't know how old you are. I'm a little bit older. So I remember going to the theater and watching Batman with Michael Keaton. I remember, you know, you know, when you know when Superman came out, I remember those movies. And, you know, if the movie is good, even if it follows a comic, that could introduce people, you know, the way I see it, you could introduce people into the comic saying, Wow, this is this yeah. even if it follows the comic exactly, some people that are not are, are ignorant to the comics don't know that story. I don't disagree. So it might go, oh man, I want to yeah. buy this comic yeah. now. Like I've definitely been, you know, because of Fonzie, actually Alfonso, I've been, you know, reading, trying to read a little bit more comics because of the fact that I saw these movies that I'm not familiar with the comics. I know the characters, but I've never read the comics, but just because of the movies I've enjoyed and, and because of Alfonso's, you know, excitement about them, I've been wanting to go, okay, I want to get this. I want to buy these and check these right. out. So you know, you could you could see both sides where you want a new story, but for someone that's not familiar with the comics, I think it's always great, even if it follows the comic, to be like introduced to yeah, and, I, and story. I, so I don't disagree with that. I, I think that that's 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 legit. You know, I guess it just all depends. You know, but I'm just I, I when I go to the movies, I want to see a new story, and like like you said, Frank, as long as it's a good story, I'm not gonna complain. Even if it's a direct adaptation, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain. I just Totally, Honestly, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but back back to the Watchmen, man, like maybe that was one of the things. Another one of the things that probably irritated some of the people was the fact that like they changed the ending somewhat. Right. Because at the end of the Watchmen movie, you got it, it was a fucking bomb that went off. Right. And right. they blamed it on Manhattan. Right. Right. Do you remember that? In the comic books, it ended up being like a freaking uh, space alien, a big a squid, ass squid. A squid. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big yeah. kid that was brought over to fucking New York, and then that killed all those people. 
And in you know that case, dude, that's one of the rare occasions where I like that they they change that. Because the squid is kind of crazy. In the fucking big screen? That yeah. would be weird. All right, guys. Yeah. We're going to have a giant dildo, black <laughs> dildo, drop across the Brooklyn Bridge, and that's what's going to kill everybody. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's yeah, great that's, idea, sir. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah, I would yeah. love to be in that in that fucking in that meeting right there when that was pitched. Yeah. Yeah. So no, yeah, I, uh, I agree with the way that they changed that. But you gotta do yourself a favor. You gotta check out the Watchmen series, bro. It's like the one on HBO. Yeah, yes. the one on HBO. Yeah, it's it's excellent. Yeah, it is it is like right it's after I, it's after that initial movie. So if you watch the movie or you read the comic, you're right where you're supposed to be. You know what oh, I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah, it's right after that. It. It after that. Like it tells you what happened to Manhattan after that. It tells you what happened to Ozymandias after that. You know, it's pretty good. And it's, it's very, very right. what's going on today. It's very, very on key. Right. As far as what's happening in society. Like for example, Black Black Lives Matter. That whole movement that's explored in there. They talk about the Tulsa uh, Tulsa massacre. Like all kinds of shit. I mean, it, it's it, it's great adaptation. I do recommend cool, you watch cool. that. All right, cool, cool. All right. Um, another gra- – well, so one of the first graphic novels that I started reading at the beginning of the break or of this quarantine uh, was a Daredevil issue written by Kevin Smith. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with Kevin Smith of uh, Clerks, Jane Silent uh, Bob, uh, Clerks. Yes. Dude, he, read, he wrote a badass book with Daredevil. And uh, I'll, I'll shoot it down to you next time I see you. But from there, right. I just got hooked on Daredevil. And I started reading a bunch of J. Michael Straczynski Daredevils. And then from there, I jumped into Spider-Man. And then since I had already start, I had already read uh, The Walking Dead by Kirkman, then uh, I had already read Marvel Zombies, the first one. But on that app, I found Marvel Zombies 2 written by Kirkman. And it was only like six bucks hardcover so i'm like oh can't lose on that right so uh so i picked yeah it was super cheap dude super cheap uh picked it up super not impressed uh but i got it and uh yeah dude i I, I just been going through a bunch of books you know i mean i can go through a, a graphic novel easily in a day you know what i mean i mean it's like what five to seven issues uh real short stories short reads you know there are lots of pictures um, but right. dude, I, there's just so many good stories, you know, so many good stories. So I actually have a question for you, Frank. Have you checked out the Daredevil uh, show on Netflix? You know what? I watched season one, and oh, I can't remember okay. if I watched all of season one. And, I, and then I think I did watch all of season one, and I didn't finish watching all of season two. But it had, I thought it had potential, but it, it wasn't so good that I was like, oh, I gotta keep watching it. You know, it didn't bring me back. Okay, so you didn't you didn't find the because I I I mean season one, two, and three for me personally. I mean I I, I totally the the next the the comic book adaptations on Netflix and even even uh, Iron Fist, which I know people are probably gonna hate me for this. I didn't mind it. I mean it wasn't the best, but I didn't mind it. But so you didn't um, you didn't find them as 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 like enthralling as you did the books. Then is that what you're saying? Definitely, definitely not. So I'm gonna tell you. Uh, so I'm looking up uh, a writer right now that I got hooked on 
last year, and he totally fits my style of like what I like in a hero. Gosh, what is? Let me see. So you mind if I ask? What is that? What is the style of hero you like? What's? Well, let's uh, just. Well, cause let's talk about Daredevil first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? What? So I just I just got into Daredevil off off of a whim. You know, I just wanted to read Kevin Kevin Smith's shit because I know he's a good ass okay. writer. Right. And so uh, prior to that, uh, I would read what normally I would just read, you know, um, anything that people would say is a good read. Uh, but something that I came across myself that I really liked was The Punisher. And oh, specifically, yeah. oh, there's oh, a writer, there's a there's a writer named Garth Enos. I don't know if you've heard yeah. of him, but no. I fucking love this dude's writing. I love it. Anything he puts out, I'm going to try to read, dude. And so I bought like uh, three Punisher omnibuses, and they were pricey, but they're such good stories, dude. They're such good stories. I've read them so many times, and put, basically I just – I mean I wish we could have superheroes in real life like the Punisher because that's what I feel we need. You know what I mean? There's bad guys out there, and they fucking get away with shit all the time, and the good guys, the cops – have their hands tied because of all these laws and they can't do shit. But a piece of shit's a piece of shit, and a piece of shit needs to get dealt with. And Garth Ennis. And so, uh, let me let me just paint you a little scene here. So there's a story where somebody has beef with Punisher, and as you all know, Punisher's family got killed by you know a bunch of mobsters or whatever. You know they got yeah, assassinated, yeah. right? And so they're dead, so they're buried somewhere, right? So one of these – one of Punisher's enemies films himself going to the cemetery, and he starts peeing on their graves. Oh, and shit. Goes, yeah, dude. And he's like, I know. This is going to make you come out of your hiding, and I want you know, I want a piece of you. So he records that, and he sends it to the news. Well, what are they going to do, dude? Of course they're going to blast it over everywhere. Dude, he fucking starts fucking shit up. He starts going after his crew one by one, takes this guy. Eventually, this guy ends up dying in the woods because Punisher fucking guts him, pulls his guts out, and just like throws his guts in a tree like you would throw garland in a Christmas tree. And it's like, good luck getting that shit out. The wolves are going to come get you in a little bit. Peace. And I was like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. That's hardcore, man. That's it, dude. It's dark. Bloodthirsty. It's so dark. It's, it's yeah, dark. yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't need to get like that every time. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm, I'm into good stories, dude. I'm into good writing. You know. Um, I also picked up. Uh, I'm not, I'm not big on anything DC related usually, but I know who Brad Metzler is, and he wrote a Justice League called uh, the Tornado's Path. You know who Red Tornado is? You guys familiar with Red Tornado? Yeah, yeah, he's a cyborg. Yeah, I don't know shit about him. I didn't know that. But this is a – dude, he's a fucking super good writer. Really? And he wrote a comic book. Dude, I bought one of his books. He wrote a um, – I have this book. I think my sister has it. It's called The Escape Artist. It's just a regular, you know, regular old – just a story, you know. He's also written a book on Lincoln. Uh, he's just a good fic- nonfiction writer, you know. Lincoln and, the uh, – 
the he wrote a book called The Lincoln Conspiracy. I don't know what it's about, but it's supposed to be a super good book. Eventually, I'm sure I'll read it. Um, but I did read his book called The Escape Artist, and it was just like imagine if um, I don't know if you liked like uh, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, you know oh, that, yeah. that type of movie where you're, you're just like you think you know what's going on, you don't fucking know what's going on. Oh, you think you know? Okay, phew. every chapter is like you're like, oh my, what is gonna happen next? That's Brad Meltzer's Escape Artist. Really Shit. good. Yeah, yeah. Check, look into him, Playboy. Look into him. He's a good, really good writer. But he wrote a he he's written a couple of I don't know how many comics, you know, um, but I know he wrote this one. So I picked it up and I just started reading that one. And I bought his second issue that he uh, or the second graphic novel, that one that comes right after this one. Uh, so I got that on the on the block next. I also got like uh, I don't know if you saw the picture that I sent you. I'm reading the there's a big little like novel on 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 Wolverine called Weapon X. Yeah, yes, I don't, I, I'm not really super familiar with Wolverine. He is one of my favorite characters, but I really don't know much about him other than what they showed me on the car on the cartoons, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. So yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to reading that. And yeah, then I, I also uh, picked up a bunch of uh, I picked up the Captain America Death series written by Brubaker. I think his name's Ed Brubaker. There's a few. There's you know there's a, the whole deal where. I don't know how he dies, but he dies and mm. shit goes down. So uh, I'm looking forward to reading that. Cool. What cool. about you, man? What you been reading? Uh, well, I, I went back and I started reading some of the comics that I had, just kind of like they were there, and I was like, well, might as well. So I started reading Death in the Family, um, Joker story with Batman. Uh, that, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. You know what I'm saying? And it just it's one of those one of those characters. That you're always like, like, who the fuck is this guy? He's always a mystery. You know what I'm saying? You never know where he comes from. Even in that story, right? He tells us supposedly his origin story, uh, which, you know, if you don't know, if you haven't read the comic, the story of Joker's origins is, is uh, as he tells it there, is that he was a down, uh, down in Lux, uh, down in his luck, excuse me, um, comic, and he was just getting like booed off the stage. You know, his wife was just like, you know, felt kind of felt sorry for him. She was still kind of supportive, but, you know, was just kind of there. And he just felt like like an asshole. Uh, so he decides that, you know, he's going to go and do his job for the mob, you know, to make some money because they're going to get kicked out of their apartment. And when he does that, uh, shit goes wrong and he takes a fall. Um, and then he ends up falling uh, because of Batman into a bunch of chemicals and he becomes the Joker. But then it gets revealed later on in the story that, like, you know, that's really like it may or may not be accurate because as what he says, he always prefers his background or like his uh, his history to be multiple choice. So it just kind of implied that <laughs> but it's not really, you know, what I'm saying like he's just kind of telling this shit. So it's still kind of yeah. a mystery. You'll never know who he is. So I love the fact that, you know, he, like he told his backstory, he kind of got us got us to believe that this is what he was going to be. And then he just kind of like, just says psych, not really. And then the whole thing is all about him trying to like turn uh, James Gordon into a psycho as well, just like him, like by giving him one bad day, you know, he fucking, he beats him. He fucking tortures him, shoots his daughter. Shoots his daughter like it's implied that he rapes her, you know, so all kinds of shit, but he doesn't, he doesn't turn. 
So like the whole story is fucking nuts. And then the ending is even crazier because like it's kind of implied that Batman kills Joker. Well, hold on, hold on. Should we should we leave this for people to read on their own, or you, you well, want to like keep I going? Said, spoiler said, alert. Let's just uh, say spoiler alert. If spoiler you don't want to hear alert. this, well, you gotta cut. This thing. You gotta cut this. No, and, no, and, and no, 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 no. Because some people have probably already read this. I read this a few, a handful of times. I love this book. Yeah. So yeah. I want to. I want you to remind me. Go. So spoiler alert. Now, right? Like, of course. Batman comes in and saves the day, he saves James Gordon, James Gordon, right? And uh, you know, he's in the he's in the carnival, which is where James uh is being held by the Joker, this big fucking dilapidated carnival. And um he saves him, James is fine, he didn't manage to break him, you know. Uh even through this whole torture session that Joker put him through, when Batman saves James, James is like, Hey, you know, don't, you know do this by the book, you know, don't kill him, you know, bring him in. And at this point, like Batman has been wrestling through this whole thing, his idea where like, this has been an ongoing cycle, right? He fucking captures Joker, puts him aside, puts him in Arkham. He gets out fucking story, like just keeps going round and round and round and round, right? Like it just keeps going. And Batman realizes like, this isn't going to end well. Like this is going to fucking end in, in, like you killing me or me killing you, right? We got to put a stop to this. So Joe, uh, Batman's plan is just to talk to him, be like, "Hey, look, we got to realize that this is going to end in one of two ways, but it doesn't have to. Like, we can both live if we just stop. Like, let's just stop, right? Let's call it a draw, pretty much." So when Batman finally goes after freeing James Go- James Gordon to confront Joker. Joe, uh, he tells him exactly this. He's just like, hey, you know, it doesn't have to end this way. You don't have to kill me. I don't have to kill you. Let's just call it quits. And then Joker just tells him a joke. And I can't remember what the joke is. And I just read this not too long ago. But he makes Batman laugh. Batman just like like just he just lets out a little chuckle. And in that silence, you see the panels like just kind of like the way the panels are set up. It's kind of vague, but it's meant to imply that Batman killed a Joker. Oh, shit. That's yeah. right. The body's kind of lifeless in the panel, so you're not sure. Yeah. I mean, but it's his, his body. The, the funny thing is, if you go back and read it, the panels aren't even they, like his body isn't even there. Like it just like it's 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 so vague. It's so vague. So it's open interpretation. And then the the book that I, I received, like the, I got actually Philip got me this for my birthday. What was it like two years ago? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, in, in that book, there's an epilogue. Right. And then the epilogue that the the, uh, the the author. It, it like just explains the story a little bit. And he himself explains that he just did not want a den a definite like ending to that like did he did he not like he's like that's open interpretation because it, joker is, is is a wild card that's the whole point of the joker in the deck of the cards right like you never know what's going to happen and that was his take on the joker the fact that joe the joker by definition is you unpredictable never know. yeah and, and yeah if your listeners could do themselves a favor and and just read the comic do not watch the movie the animated movie i, I want to say i bought it twice 
You did you? I, I heard it was not. I didn't watch it, but I heard that they tried to include a story between Barbara and Batman. Uh, yeah, have you guys watched that? Yeah, I yeah, watched that part, and it's just the funny thing is in that same because he, he got me this for my birthday, like I said a couple years ago, right? It came with a DVD of the movie. Which is, you know what? It's it's fine by all accounts, but yes, they add that little section which changes the story. They didn't need it. it. Exactly, it doesn't need it. It doesn't need it. Like read the comic. But I mean, if you watch if you watch the the animated version of it, just just like kind of gloss over gloss over that that love story between Barbara. It's and better to Batman. read it than to watch it. I think. I agree. For sure, for sure. I think if you like that cartoon, for sure, definitely uh, yeah. invest a little bit of money and go buy that book because that book is awesome. It's such a good story. Yeah. So that was cool, you know, and it kind of um, part of it, part of that, I think, uh, was you know, drew inspiration to the new Joker movie, movie with uh, what's his name, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix, yes. Have you seen that, Frank? Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. What did you think? I liked it. It was cool. You know, it's dark. Uh, just showed us a side to him that we, you know, if you don't, if you didn't read these books, you know, you you didn't know it was there. Or you didn't, you know, because they don't. And any of none of the movies, they've never really given him this much stage time into his backstory, you know. Right. But then even then, like what I was worried before I saw that movie was like they were gonna give him a, give him a definite like backstory, and I didn't like that. But I love the fact that it was also kind of. It wasn't, you know, you were meant to question it. Like, did this really happen? Because obviously yeah. he was going through some psychotic breakdowns the whole oh, thing. The for whole time. sure, throughout the whole movie, you know, throughout yeah. the whole movie, you're like, is this really happening? If supposedly yeah. he had his girlfriend, but then it did. Wasn't, right, that wasn't right. Happening. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. you know, yeah. you're meant to question the whole thing, which is, I, I, I love the way they did it. So, yeah, I, I got to say that it was, it was a great movie. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, man. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And then aside from that, besides reading those old, you know, Joker um, novels, um, I reread one of my favorite books of all time. And I sent you I sent you this earlier. It's called Reign of Gold. Have you ever heard about that yeah. book? No, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't. No. Uh, I know. I've, I know. Philip has heard me talk about it before. I, I've said it just I, I tell a, a lot of people about it. Dude, if they're going to make this anything into a movie, this has got to be it. Like, it's got everything you could ever want in a movie. It is fucking an epic story. And the, the crazy shit is it, it's a uh, it's a biography, right? It's written by this guy, uh, Victor Villasenor. And he's actually currently living. He lives out in, uh, like, Oceanside, Carlsbad area, like that that area. Um, uh-huh. And it's a story about how his parents met. So he he uh, the story begins in Mexico and like the Mexican Revolution time. And his parents are like eight and ten, dude. They're kids. Damn. Yeah. His dad is from uh, Los Altos de Jalisco, and his mom is from somewhere in a canyon in the mountains in, in Michoacan. So check this out, bro. So when his mom is like 10 years old or like, sorry, excuse me, eight, like eight years old, uh, the Mexican soldiers of the revolution come into her little box canyon. Right. And they're fucking like pillaging and raping everybody. Right. And her mom, this little girl's mom, makes her hide and her and her sisters hide in fucking shit, bro. 
like goat shit. Oh my god. So they wouldn't be raped, right? So this little girl's eight and she she asked her mom, she goes, Why me? I'm still little. And she goes, No me half. They'll still take you. You know, so she oh, fucking gets awful, shit. Man. Yeah, fucking crazy. So they fucking come in and then they fucking just, you know, they break shit apart. And then the some uh some other soldiers from the other faction come in and then they save the town from from any further like you know like just pillaging and shit and anyway so her her mom's story starts there his mom's story starts there excuse me his dad though on the other hand in los santos de jalisco he's the youngest this little kid he's he's about 10 years old when the story starts his name is Juan um, Juan Victor Juan Victor? No. Juan I forget his other name, but he's got two names. One of them is Juan. Um Via Señor, right? And he's uh, he's the youngest of all his siblings. Uh, his dad fucking hates him. Right? Because he 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 doesn't look like him. He's darker, he's shorter, he's got dark hair. And his dad is very proud of his like Irish heritage and he's got light eyes and all this shit. So he just doesn't like this little kid. Right. And um, so he treats him like shit. And his mom, for the first like seven, seven years of his life, raises him as a little girl, like in dresses, long hair, the whole shit. So he grows Why? up just so he can learn the value of being being a woman. What right. Like how like the woman's life. And like, you know, like, so when he grows up, up until the age of like seven, like he, he does everything girls do, like sewing, taking care of kids, you know, like the standard traditional Mexican role. You know what I'm talking about, right? Right, right. So, but after that, he has to go, like, after he gets to a certain age, he's like, no, you got to now learn the plight of the man. Like, you got to go work with people, you got to do this, so he's raised as a man. So he's able to appreciate like the struggles of women, but also knows what it's like to, you know, work. Yeah, work in the fields like man work, you know, spoke, you know, back in the day, right? Those traditional generals. So, anyways, again, with him, revolution comes to his town. They fuck shit up. They take over their land and they have to flee. And they fucking start walking from Jalisco to the border. They they're trying to get to the United States. Along the way. They get fucking robbed. All kinds of shit happens. The mom has to fucking scrounge like she begs. They get to the border. Dude, this kid is 14 at this time, right? He's 14 when they get to the border and they're trying to cross the Rio Grande, right? They cross over. When he crosses over, he gets separated from his family and then fucking like something happens with with the police on this side of the border and they blame him for a for a, for some crime so they throw him in jail at 14 with like these you know um adults and when he's in prison they want to rape him oh fuck. So he starts running dude like running like he's not he's not getting raped right and he's with his friend and his friend is like don't worry we'll stick together we got each other's back right so they're running away from these guys they're trying to rape him they back into this corner and his friend goes, I got this. His friend fucking goes up to the guys that are trying to rape him. And he just fucking turns around and just fucking drops trout. Dude. No. 
fucking awful. Yeah. And then he goes, just do it. Like, it'll be easier if you just let yourself do it. Right? Like, if you just let yourself, just let it happen. This guy is like, Juan is like, fuck that. No, hell no. You ain't going to do that shit to me. So he stands there and he decides to fight. They fucking gut him, bro. They take a knife and they, like, they they just slice his, his stomach out. His, his stomach. His guts are spilling out of him. But he doesn't die. Fuck. Dude, it is it is crazy. Like, so, all it's, right. It's a feel-good family story. Like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, at the end of the story, it is, bro. Because here's the thing. You got to understand, it's a biography. So you got to know, this kid made it out alive, right? He he went on to fucking have kids. That's why this this author is, is telling this story now. So, look, he survived, obviously, because other, otherwise he wouldn't have kids now, right? He was 14 at the time. So he survived. He goes on, dude. This He comes to the United States in the 1920s. What's going on in the 1920s? Prohibition. Uh, he becomes the biggest bootlegger of the West. He becomes the Al Capone of the West. Damn. Yeah. That's he, fucking crazy. All right. I'm going to stop there because, it's like I said, it's a fucking epic I story. Think, I think you I'm going to buy this book. I'm going to look for this book. Yeah. Yeah. It is dope. It is dope. Do yourself a favor. It is dope. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to put it on my wish list right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting it in, Alfonso. I'm putting do it. it in. Dude, do yourself a favor. It is one of my favorite books. And not only because of the action, but it obviously it's got more than that. You know, it's got, look, you know, I don't know how, you know, you grew up, but, you know, we're similar in the fact that your parents are from, you know, um, are, are Mexican. You uh, Obviously, you grew up with traditional stories, right? You heard stories from from your parents and stuff like that. So, like, you know, stuff like La Llorona, you, you heard about all that shit, right? Yeah. So it's got it's got stuff where, like, a lot of mystical stuff. So you kind of talk about nature and, and, and the way that the olden ways of people used to think about spirituality and stuff like that. It's got a lot of that stuff in it, too. So it kind of makes you connect to your roots, right? Because I know a little bit about it, but I don't know about you. But, I mean, I disconnected for a long time about what my my answers thought about spirituality right like what they thought about the afterlife and, and our connection to the universe and all that other stuff well this book kind of kind of like talks a little bit about it and how everything is connected and, and how we are all like one people so there's a lot more to it as well than, than just a little bit of the story that i just told so uh-huh. it's got it's got everything it's got everything and every time i read it um i pick up something new and I've read this book like five times. So nice, man. Nice. Yeah, no, I've heard you. I remember you talking about this book before, and I've been so. I always forget the title of this book, but uh, I just put it in my car, and I'm gonna get. It, I'm getting it right now, dude. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anything else you want to add, man? That about the book. That's it, man. Other than that, just you know, binging different, different. Uh, like series and stuff like that. One of my favorite series we talked about was was uh, The Watchmen. We just watched uh, Cobra Kai. I don't know if you ca- oh, caught yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? I've, I've caught a. I've ca- I think I want to say that I saw like episode one, season one, um, but I, I never went back. So uh, 
Worth the watch? Do I need to watch it? I binged both seasons. I binged both seasons. Philip finished first season. Yeah, so, I mean, as someone, I'm a child of the 80s, uh, early 90s, and I'm going to tell you, like, it holds a special place in my heart, like Karate Kid 1, to even the the horrible third movie still holds a special place in my heart. But, you know, just to watch these characters reimagined in this way, it's just, it was really awesome. I mean, you know, just, I mean, because, you know, you had the, the white hat, the black hat, the good guy, bad guy. But this this series takes it in a different direction to where, you know, who is the good guy and bad guy? Um, I will still say Ralph Macchio. Fuck that. Is, no, fuck Cobra you. Kai no, no, never dies. You. No. <laughs> Sweep the leg. Dojo. Yagi Dojo, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, no, it's just it's an awesome series that, you know, especially if you have if you have listeners that are fans of the original Karate Kid, you know, to – to watch these series, it's just, it's, it's just the, the, the story they take is so smart, so intelligent, you know. How and about this, Philip? How about this, Philip? If they're not a fan of Karate Kid, they probably shouldn't be watch, listening to this. Yeah, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't think we need them as fans, bro. Your no, fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they're not a fan of Karate Kid, they should not be like. I can't even tell you how many fights I got out of just doing wax on, wax off. In school. So, I cannot tell you how many times we've talked about, I've talked about Karate Kid in the last two weeks. We're always talking about Karate Kid. Yeah, it's sick. So, yeah, it's just, it's definitely a good, you know, it's definitely it's something I would recommend to to your listeners. You know, they're, you know, like you said, everyone's at home on lockdown. If there's something you want to watch, definitely check that show out. It's a great show. Fuck yeah, that's cool, man. Thanks for recommending. I'll throw that on on my list because I currently don't have very hey, much to watch other than uh, it's coming to Netflix. Oh people. yes, yeah, oh, people, cool. For real? Yeah. Do you know where? Yeah, it was on Net. It was always on YouTube. YouTube only. Yeah, now it's coming. Yeah, to yeah. Finally, yeah. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. And uh, you know, another one that I just watched that you know, especially again. You know, I don't want to get political on your podcast, but just a sign of what's happening in society. Something that was really interesting that it's about a year old on HBO Chernobyl. It's a, it's like a six part series that um, I don't know if you know if you're familiar with Chernobyl. Basically, a nuclear melt- meltdown in in uh, Russia. Uh, the the site was actually called Chernobyl, but it's just interesting because you know you have the happenings of Chernobyl, and then the the what happens after that is kind of their attempt to discredit the scientist who was really trying to talk about what really happened there so oh that's, shit. Another, so that's like exactly what's going on right exactly, now so exactly exactly on the motherfuckers door. discrediting what's really going on and no one wants yeah, to listen to that fool because he's not as popular yeah it's on spot man you really oh, man. i mean you're a listener should check it out you should check it out it's it's only a it's only i think about six episodes about an hour long so it's easy to get through but it's it's definitely interesting all That's right, something yeah, I've but I gotta check out. Yeah, I remember I remember uh, that going on TV, but I never watched it. So that's good to know, yeah, man. Look, look into it. Look yeah, into it. Back, it's on HBO. All right, cool, cool. All right. Uh, so anything else you guys want to add? Um, no, I mean the other, I mean a couple other shows I've watched on Netflix. If your if your uh, listeners are interested, that. I enjoyed was uh, on uh, on, on my your blog. on your on my or blog. on my blog on my, on blog. my that blog. One was good. I like yeah, that too. it's 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 uh it's about I mean it's it's more of a young viewers show. Like I think a lot of you know if you have listeners that have kids, teenagers, they would probably love it a lot. But I enjoyed it just because it was about a bunch of kids that uh, 
minorities, you know, uh, black up kids. in a rough neighborhood. They grow up in a rough neighborhood, but it's it's different with what you expect because they're these kids are extremely intelligent. You know, they're you know you're it's not the typical like. You know, you have issues with gangs, but you have like kids that are intelligent. So, so picture this. It. Picture this. It's kind of like, like Goonies. Yeah. But with, with cholos. Yes. Instead. Oh. Yeah, yeah, bro. Because they go on like little, that. they it's go like on that. little like like adventures and stuff. Yeah. So it's it is like, very it's much like, imagine Ghoulies yeah. with uh with I don't know like um dude it's yeah like you know uh, what, it, American Me or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's What's like Goonies. Called again? Cross with American me. That's what it is. What'd you say it was called again? Uh, on, my, on my block. On my block. On my block. Where can I watch this? Where can we watch Netflix. this? It's a Netflix. Netflix exclusive. All right. Netflix. Got it. All right. Yeah. Other than that, man, I think we covered a lot today. Oh, yeah. yeah, we did. We definitely did. Lots of reading. Right. Lots of watching TV. Uh, One question you have, Keith. Real quick question. Um, what do you? What is your take on the on the uh, HBO deciding to bring back the Snyder Cut of Justice League? Shit. What? I didn't even hear about this. You didn't you hear, about, hear that? about this? No, okay, I didn't. Dude. Okay, let me tell you. Oh, oh, tell us. Oh, oh, HBO oh, oh. Max. Okay, so you saw the. Okay, so look, when I was a kid, like I said, Superman, Batman, that was my shit. Michael uh-huh. Keaton, Christopher Reeves. I mean, that was that was me. That was and Superman. Then, that was Batman. Yeah. yeah. So and it's crazy because like you know in, in 2000 what was it 2001 when Iron Man came out I was not familiar with a lot of Marvel comic uh, Marvel comics I was not up familiar with a lot of them and then you know they had this awesome revolution of how they just changed comic book movies like you can have you know good actors fun adventure things like that have it be funny but also still at the same time be emotionally driven um, but you know and then you know DC tried to do their thing um don't get me wrong i enjoyed wonder woman aquaman was okay but man of steel was pretty good man of steel was okay but justice league of course we know what happened with justice league batman versus superman i think uh, Zack snyder is a person who can who can film action scenes great but he cannot tie a story together unfortunately so justice league came out it was i I, my in my opinion it was it was shit but now hbo max they're releasing i think a six-part series which is supposed to be the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Now Zack Snyder dropped out of the original Justice League because unfortunately, you know, you know, got you know, my good condolences, his son committed suicide, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think so. And uh yeah. and Josh Whedon came in and finished it. And you could tell there's a difference. Not there. only finished, but he did a lot of reshoots. Yeah. He he, he reshot like what is like sixty percent of the story. Yeah, like so Zack Snyder oh, that's he, garbage, man. Yeah, yeah, Zack Snyder has his own cut now. That he's releasing on HBO Max, which is going to be like a four to six part series, which is supposed to interest to introduce Darkseid, which that was his original plan. But you know, yeah, if you didn't know about that, that's oh, that sounds that's, fucking badass, dude. That's, I love Darkseid. I'm sorry, 2021. 2021. Next yeah. year. So, you know, I, you know, if you didn't know about it, definitely look at. It. I mean, it, obviously, it's not out yet, but I would definitely keep an eye on that. I know Alfonso and myself were. We're putting that on our calendar, so when that comes out, we're watching that shit back to back. Hell yeah, that hell yeah, cool man. That sounds badass. Thanks for letting me know, man. I did not know, did not know. Cool. You, you saw you saw um, Donna Justice, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. What'd you think? Uh, it was all right, man. You know, I mean, it was something to watch. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say that 
I would want to watch it again. Or I mean, they could have done exactly. a lot of different things. You know I mean? Exactly. You know, well, but this this uh, I don't know how much makes could, a difference. I'm personally like whatever because I don't know how much it could change in this to make know. it any better. It's just look, I'm it can't get any worse. Right there, you go. Yeah, I, I don't there know about go. that. Are you you sure? You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because yeah. I'm just saying, like, this is the same guy who did Batman versus Superman, and you know that movie I didn't think was great. Uh, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, I'll watch it. We'll see. We'll see. You know, time will tell. Time, curiosity. Yeah, time will tell. Yeah. True. True. All right. Yeah. Well, All right, thanks so we'll for having us on, Frank. Yeah, no, for sure. We'll go ahead and, and end on that note right there. And uh, so lots of reading, lots of watching stuff. So hopefully you guys listening. Maybe if you wrote some stuff down. And if you have anything that or anything that you've been reading or watching and you think we should watch or read that we didn't mention, oh, yeah. uh, let us know. You know, drop us a message and we'll talk about it soon. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today's show. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And uh, with that being said, I just want to say thank you again to my brother from another mother, Alfonso and Felipe, for joining us. Thank you so much, guys. Anything you guys want to add? Ah, thank you for having us, Frank. It was a good time. Hey, still chill. Stay chill, everybody. Yeah, we got all personas out there. Thank you, Frank. It was an honor to be on your podcast. Um, and you know, everybody, just stay safe. Okay. Thank you. Hey, for sure, man. Hopefully we can have you back on sometime soon again, Felipe. Uh, so thank you guys for listening to us. Take care. Be safe. Keep rolling and training out there if you can. And hope to hear from you soon. Peace. Hey, just want to remind everybody to go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at Jujiteros C2C. That's J-I-U-J-I-T-E-R-I-O-S-C-2-C. Jujiteros C2C. So uh, go ahead and give us a follow to stay informed on upcoming episodes and when we're actually going to release this bad boy. Thank you.